From WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR, this is Capital Notes, a podcast about Wisconsin politics and politicians. I'm Annalise Henzel, in for Marty Michelson. Each week, we discuss noteworthy developments with J.R. Ross, editor of WisPolitics.com. Here's our latest conversation. What do you make of the potential impact of President Trump on races in Wisconsin if he does choose to campaign here on behalf of candidates? He had a tough week this past week with the convictions of two former very close associates, and some people are wondering whether he is in increasing jeopardy. If so, does that make a difference if he comes to campaign for Wisconsin Republicans? Uh, Leah Vukmir has said she wants President Trump to come campaign for her. Republicans, if they can get their traditional Republican voters in, we call them the wow counties, Waukesha, Ozaki, and Washington counties, typical turnout in those counties, and get the Trump voter who turned out for the first time in 16 from western Wisconsin, northern Wisconsin, they feel pretty good about their chances, even in an environment that typically favors a party that's not in power of the White House. Um, I can also say that Democrats would love to see Donald Trump come to campaign Wisconsin because they think it would motivate their base that much more to have a reminder right in their own backyards of what they don't like about Washington. What's fascinating is if you'll follow Marquette numbers for President Trump, they're fairly consistent. He's been upside down the entire time. That poll's been done about him, but he's fairly consistent, kind of the same ranges. Some people I talk to think that it's basically almost an inelastic thing, that that people who love Trump will love him no matter what. They have a distrust of the mainstream media. They are more likely to follow, you know, generalization Fox News, where he's more favorable coverage. They're probably not going to be have their minds changed because there's some editorial in the New York Times bashing the president for his conduct. Flip side, those who don't like President Trump, I don't know he can do much to win them over. I mean, we're in this really unique environment where the economy is doing quite well in a lot of a lot of factors in terms of like unemployment the stock market. Obviously, there's some issues about wage growth and those kinds of things. But typically, if the economy is going like it is now, the party in power is doing well. But Republicans are having issues and they're worried about a wave because of President Trump and those folks who don't like him. I don't know um, from my reporting talking to people that they see a path where he's all suddenly going to be really well-liked in Wisconsin in the next two months, even if the economy can just do well, even if he pulls off some big things because they are just so locked in that they don't like the guy. And when it comes to the subject of party unity and party enthusiasm, how have things been shaping up for Tony Evers? Are the other Democrats who also wanted to be the nominee lining up behind him and are other important Democrats giving their backing as well? For the most part, the people who ran uh, have expressed public support for Tony Evers. The one exception is uh, Mike McCabe, who said he called to kind of offer his support, but he's been somewhat lukewarm in pushing his backers to support um, Tony Evers. Now, you have to recall that Mike McCabe ran under the Democrat banner. He, he's not a member of the party. He hadn't been a Democrat before he ran. He basically saw an opportunity to be a, a factor of governor's race by winning the party banner. So he's not necessarily somebody who is a part of the party faithful, but he hasn't necessarily been as in enthusiastic or as vocal and urging support for Evers as some of the others have been so far. Something we've talked about in the past is Foxconn, which is Governor Walker's baby, and whether people's attitudes about the company in Racine County will impact how they vote for the governor. 
In the past week, we learned that Foxconn says it will still offer as many jobs as it has promised. However, those jobs might not line up exactly with the type of manufacturing that the company mentioned in the contract that it has with the state for the state's investment in Foxconn. Could that development make a difference in the governor's race? The reality is with Foxconn, we won't know for probably two decades if that investment is going to pay off or if that company will hit the full potential that we were told it could when this deal was first announced in the summer of 2017. That's the way it is. But for Governor Walker, he's trying to argue a theoretical thing right now, that this is going to produce these results we've talked about, even though the plant is just going up as we're speaking. We're not seeing 13,000 people working in a plant right now. It's It might happen down the road. So that's part of the reason why Governor Walker started an ad campaign a few weeks ago um, that tried to push the idea that there will be an impact beyond southeastern Wisconsin and Foxconn in Wisconsin. That there will be an impact in Green Bay and Eau Claire, that, that companies in western Wisconsin, northern Wisconsin, they're benefiting from the work going on in Racine County. Now, in the Marquette poll, we didn't see much movement in the numbers of people who think this is worth the investment versus those who don't. And talking to people about this issue, I don't know if Foxconn by itself will drive what happens in November. I mean, some people think that if you, if you like Governor Walker, you probably like Foxconn. If you don't like him, you probably don't like Foxconn. But it might fit into a narrative of whether Governor Walker is effectively using resources or taxpayer dollars that Dems may use that as a, you know, an argument and kind of the overall case we're going to make against Governor Walker in the fall. I just don't know, and to talk to people, they're not sure how much of an issue that will be in driving the results. Um, I do get the impression that it's played into Walker's approval numbers that you know, again, if people don't like that, they probably don't like him. But I don't know that's the defining issue of this race come November. That's WisPolitics.com editor J.R. Ross. You can join us each week for our conversations. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to Capital Notes on iTunes, NPR One, or wherever you get your podcasts.